Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. And joining me now here inside the nest is our Hornets coach, Rob Peterson. So, Coach, uh, we've made it through uh, the first uh, first round of district, first half. We're sitting at the top. How are you feeling, and how's the team feeling at this point? Uh, we're feeling pretty confident. We like the fact that we're up there. The only problem is we have two other teams that are with us as well. So uh, it's going to be a, a strategic and eventful uh, second half of district, we think. Coach, we, we did play a lot of the home games uh, the first round of district, so uh, we're, we're sitting at home. Now we get to play the next the next round three games on the road, one at home, that one being on Friday, uh, and the first one being tonight here at Shepherd. Uh, any concern about going on the road? What, what's I know our experience, but what's your experience from a coaching standpoint of going on the road to these different places? Well, you're right. You know, when, coming home and winning those three games at home were big for us. You have to take care of home court. And so now, you know, it's one of those things of, you know, worst case scenario, go two and two the next four games or, uh, you know, hopefully go 4-0. But uh, going anywhere uh, in this district is tough, and we know that. Uh, we've got to approach it one game at a time and, uh, you know, try to steal some games on the road to keep ourselves in first place to win district and hope the other three teams kind of beat up on each other to, to help us out a little bit or keep us in the lead by ourselves. Coach, that first round of district, we saw a, a loss of one, one of our key freshmen. Saw a lot of good things from Zay Shankle. Uh, it appears he'll be out now. And we were look, we were short on bodies there against Dieball, uh, just physical people to go in with foul trouble and everything. So you've called up uh, Charles McLeod. You called up Cade Courtney. Talk to me uh, a little bit about uh, Cade Courtney. What you saw in the first game and what you're hoping to see from uh, the young sophomore here on the varsity squad. Yeah, going to that Dieball game, we got a little worse. I mean, the second quarter, I kept on thinking back in my head. I wish I had made some moves. Um, um, prior to that game, just for some bodies' sake, at that point, um, and after the game, you know, we, we were lucky enough to get through it um, and, and survive all the, the foul, scary issues we had. So uh, we had me that next day and decide we've got to move up somebody just in case. And also, we had uh, throughout the program illnesses with the flu going around, and then obviously uh, Zay's uh, injury to his knee. So we moved up. Yeah, like you said, uh, Charles and Cade uh, both got one game under their belt. Uh, we went to College Station uh, on Friday, um, and, and both. Came out, came out, you know, like we kind of thought they would. Both of them are, are, are pretty good players, and it could step right in and, and help. And now we're in a situation today where we're probably without um, Aaron Minkner with a illness, and obviously Zay, uh, who's done. So we're we're at uh, ten, nine, uh, nine players, I guess, right now. So or eight, sorry, ten players with. Uh, no, I'm sorry, nine. It is nine. It is nine, yes. Nine, and so and Charles is out right now with a uh, family uh, issue. But, um, you know, and, and Kay, Kay's well, so we're looking to, uh, to use him and get him in there and use his strengths and, and to help the rest of us out to, to get another win tonight. Coach, I don't think you have enough people with, with two, two of the same names on your team, the Jacobs. Uh, now we got two Cades. I want to talk to you about the other Cade with, uh, with Cade Johnson. And he seems to be a, a spark plug for this team. When, whenever he's clicking and going well, uh, it just everything seems to work. And he's almost like this little X factor. And now with Zay being gone, who put up 20-plus you know, points against Shepard the first time, um, how are we looking to use Cade? And what does Cade mean to uh, this team on the offensive and defensive end of things? 
Yeah, Cade's been that way all year long. When he when he's ready to go and play and aggressive, uh, and just playing basketball, he's good. Um, and there's other times when he's not so motivated, I guess, to do it. And he's just a, he's just an average player. But uh, lately, and, and, and thankfully throughout district, he's really stepped up and done a good job for us. Um, and come out just being aggressive, no no fear in, in his in his eyes, and and knocking down some key shots. Uh, had a big second quarter uh, with us uh, a couple games ago, and just he just a good player when he does what he needs to do. And, and just mostly from him just being aggressive. And coach, last question for you here. We've seen Shepard one time. We we know that they were. Uh, we had them down early. We actually jumped on them early. I mean, it was looking like we were we were supposed to put them away, but they they creeped away or they they crept up and they the lead started to, to dissipate and eventually they tied it up and we had the crazy overtime game. What did you see from Shepard in the first game that we're looking to? Uh, how are we going to approach this game the second time? Yeah, they kind of threw us off a little bit. You know, we had scouted them and had some tape on them, and they didn't play near as aggressive or or as quick uh, as what we saw. So now that we know. What to expect, and that kind of threw us off there. But we know what to expect now, and so we worked on it uh, yesterday in practice. And the, the differences that we we have seen from what we had in person, uh, I, thought, I think we're a little more prepared. Um, it's gonna be tough to go there when this is a, a foreign territory for us, and never have I played there in in uh, many years. So especially this group has not. So uh, hopefully we can we come up, we'll come out of there with a uh, a win and handle the pressure and and uh, handle what we need to. Absolutely. Well, coach, good luck to you, and let's get a win here tonight. Thank you. That was our Hornets coach, Rob Peterson, joining us here inside the Nets. Don't go anywhere as we have our starting lineups and our Lufkin Coca-Cola tip-off coming up. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Livewell Athletic Club is Lufkin's finest athletic facility for you and your family. Whether it's our top-of-the-line workout equipment, dynamic specialized classes, or recreational sports activities, we promise to exceed your expectations. You and your family will have a blast playing together out on the splash pad or sliding down the water slot into our heated pool. But that's not all. Livewell offers tennis, basketball, pickleball, a safe outdoor figure-eight track, sauna, deluxe salon, and more. Come see it for yourself, located behind the mall in Lufkin. Livewell. Play hard. Feel good. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. And welcome back. This is the pregame show brought to you by Dr. Nick Moore's at the Women's Center of Nacogdoches. We have starting lineups for you here tonight, as always. Brought to you by SY Homes. Looking to build your family's dream home from Blueprint to Reality on the Sky in 7 New York. We'd love to uh, help make your dream come to life. I want to serve you them online at syhomesonline.com. We have starters for you first for the opposing Shepherd Pirates. We're here at Shepherd High School. Pirates come in tonight at a record of 20 and 7 on the season. But only sitting at 1 and 2 or 1 and 3 in district play. And their starters are as follows. Number 2, Cameron Wright. Number 11, Trevin Hess. Number 14, Nick Trulove. Number 22, Trevor Moye. And the 6-7 post, number 24, Terrence 
Robinson. Your Hornets now in the starting lineups for us. As we said, without Zay Shankle the rest of the season. Tonight also missing Aaron Meatner out with the flu that's going to be going around the team. Here are your starters. They're coached by Coach Rob Peterson, assisted by Rhett Peterson and Justin Guerra. And the starters for your first place, Hudson Hornets, sitting at the top of the district. Sophomore number 10, Caden McClellan. Junior number 11, Kay Johnson. Freshman number 34, Trayton Lee. Senior number 20, Jacob Pierce. Senior number 22, Jacob Hosfeller. Those are your starters here for tonight's ball game. It's going to be, promises to be a good one. We have our Lufkin Coca-Cola tip-off. Hornet sports are better. Enjoy with an ice-cold Coca-Cola in hand. We know that's Howard's favorite part of the segment. If you're yep. a faithful listener, you know that's the part that he looks forward to <laughs> more than anything. Hornets out in the road maroon uniforms. Shepard in the home whites. The fans are on their feet. It's a, a small but loud gym. Here tonight, ball is tipped up and won by the Hornets. Cade McClellan controls it. He'll hand off to Pierce, who will work as the point guard here tonight. And things are underway. It's Pierce working in the corner of the road. Back up top to Pierce near half court. To McClellan on his left. Hornets working against a, a 3-2 zone from Shepard. Cade Johnson sitting at the free throw line. Working the high post. Huffseller down low on the low block. We find Rhodes right baseline going up for the shot. He misses it, but an offensive foul caught against Jacob Huffstetler going for the board here on the first possession. Yeah, we're going to see see how Hudson can execute out of that zone. We see Kate Johnson, like you said, at the top of the key. Really, where that's a good spot for him. He likes to really facilitate the offense there in the middle of the court. Facilitate the offense, create for his own. He, he strives in that in that role. Now it's right to True Love, top of the key, floating. It's up to layup, missed. He gets his own board, put back from the right side. It's good. Nick Trulove, first two points of the game, and Shepard now will jump into the full-court press. This is really what Hudson's, we're going to see, is with that pressure, how can they adapt to it without, you know, their guards? Rhodes to Johnson, finding the left baseline jumper. It's good for Cade. And so, as we've seen here as of late, Cade Johnson going to be one of the X factors here in this game, especially with the absence of Schenkel. We got to look for a little bit more scoring from Johnson, and, and he's been a spark plug for us. He ties things up at two. And then, nice job by Shepard coming inside. It's number 22, Trevor Moye, and going up, getting contact from Huffstetler. So, in the, in the first minute and eight seconds, Jacob Huffstetler picking up two, two fouls. fouls. Which is tough because he's, you know, the primary guard there on Rhodes. You know, probably a six, seven uh, post. On Robinson. On Robinson. 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 Six posts that they have down there. So, he kind of losing some height that you would have had with Huffstetler in the game. So Huffstetler checking out. Gunner Childs checking in. Second free throw coming now for Moye. That one is made as well. So the score now 4-2. to two. Hornets beat the press this time. Pierce to, to Johnson. Johnson free throw line to his right to Rhodes. The jumper right baseline is good for Raven Rhodes. His first two and things tied up. And as, as we promised, offensive plenty here. Going to be back and forth. Quick hit offensive sets. And we'll see where the points come from. Yeah, the best way to beat a press is score out of it. <laughs> We've seen the past two possessions. Hudson's really did a great job of it. And our Hornets actually like playing in the full-court tempo. They yeah. love playing with pace and speed and, and going coast-to-coast. Coast. Uh, we actually showed a little bit more in the half-court, if anything. Right on the baseline, misses the layup, gets his own board. Now in the right corner. He's trapped, but finds Moya. Moya going to the paint floater. It's up, bounces off the rim now, but decides to go in. Four points for him now. And we saw Moye really come out hot last game with, I think, an early, first, first early 10 couple points. of threes. And yeah, so seeing the same from him. So Pierce now works over to Rhodes in transition to Raven. He he got fouled. It'll be a, a block called, pardon me, not a charge, a block called against number 14, Nick Trulove, his first. Yeah, good attack there. 
But yeah, we, this Shepherd team, as we saw last game, they uh, what the Hornets really had to chip back uh, in the game last time. It, uh, for some reason, I thought it was opposite. It wasn't. It was the Hornets. They were slowly coming back and slowly climbing up the ladder as Rhodes misses the first free throw uh, because Shepard came out with a 12-0 start. Uh, and that was because of four three-pointers uh, from Moye to get things going. So it was a quick start for them, but we seem to remedy that here so far. Rhodes makes the second free throw, splitting that attempt. Score now 6-5. to five. Hornets down by one. Hess will pull the left left corner three for Shepard. It's missed. Offensive board by right. His put back at the glass is made. Hudson, the, Hudson struggled here earlier, that defensive rebound, especially on the backside. We've struggled on the rebound. We've done a great job at beating the press. Rhodes, full court, trying to make a, a dish over to to Dunner Childs on the left block, and he's called for a travel, which uh, Rhodes just took an extra step. He thought he had to get rid of it quicker, but he couldn't. So turnover there for him. Three-point ball game, eight to five. It's for two and a half minutes into this one. Lots of quick scoring, a lot of quick action. The Hornets just have to, to keep Shepard down to one opportunity here on the offensive end. Right in the paint, going up for the layup. Could have been called for a charge, nothing called there. Robinson with the rebound, tits over to right. His shot is missed, and then Shepard now going to reset things, working against the 2-3 zone of the Hornets. So right at the free throw line to Hess, fading backwards, free throw line jumper. It's good with the left hand. Pierce now splitting the defense with the dribble. Jaws. He'll draw contact and a foul. Foul caught against number two, Cameron Wright. Good job there by Pierce. Really try to get the ball up the middle. You see a lot, in, especially when a team is pressing, a lot of players like to just want to hug that sideline because, you know, that's what the defense is forcing. He did a good job of getting the ball in the middle to avoid, you know, that trap. So the score now, 10-5. to Shepard still in this 3-2 zone after backing, uh, they're backing out of the press into the 3-2 zone. Five-point goal game. McClellan, right wing, finds Rhodes at the right elbow. One dribble pull up for Teraven. The baseline. Oh, it just totally balls out and won't fall in. So Shepard going to hurry, hurry up now with True Love getting to the middle. True Love to right. Right inside to Moye. Moye's pass to Robinson deflected by Childs, but, but now the height of Robinson comes in handy there with the shot missed by Hess. Kick ball there from as Pierce was trying to run on the break for the Hornets. Kicked it off the foot of True Love. And so the Hornets looking to run, but we're not afraid of a fast-paced, uh, uh, fast-breaking type game. Both teams kind of like that fast pace. We've seen Shepard kind of slow it down, though, against this zone. I'm interested to see, you know, if the pace starts picking up, if Shepard's uh, okay with playing it. Hornets get into McClellan. McClellan double-teamed in his pass to Johnson, intercepted by Trulove. Trulove now leading the break for the Pirates. Gets it over to Moye. Up top to Airy. Airy to Trulove to the right, to, to the right, to right. The three, it's up, missed. And the rebound gathered in by Gunnar Childs. We're going to have to have a big game from him now, especially with Huff Settler with two early fouls. Yeah, he's had a couple very strong defensive rebounds since he's checked in. So now that's two possessions. McClellan has it, finds Cade. Cade Johnson in the paint is shot up a little bit too strong. Rebound put in by Robinson. So Shepard doing a very good job here of, of limiting Hudson to only one possession or one opportunity per possession. Nice box out there. Yeah. Was that Pierce that Pierce, was boxing him yeah. out? That was, that was an excellent box out from Jacob Pierce drawing the foul against Robinson. Yeah, it's not many teams where you know, when you're in a 2-3 zone with touching his end where the point guard's playing on the low end. Right. And having to compete, <laughs> you know, with a 6-7 guy. So great. I mean, Pierce can do a little bit of everything. And speaking of everything, he'll get the ball in the half court to Rhodes. Rhodes in transition. He's fouled. Playing with a lot of, you know, aggression, getting to the basket. 
on that right side the past few times on the on the break, really getting uh, Shepard to you know have to foul him basically to stop him. Foul caught against Alvarado. The score still 10 to 5. Five point ballgame. Hornets trailing. The first free throw from Rhodes. A little bit flattened and wouldn't go in on that one. 340 to play here in the first quarter. This first quarter brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. Play hard, feel good. Live well. There's no finer athletic facility in Lufkin than Livewell Athletic Club. Rhodes comes up empty on that trip to the free throw line. One of four now. And Shepard will come back with Nick Trulove working a little bit as a point. We see him and Wright kind of split the duties. Wright now free throw line, bounce pass into Robinson. Robinson misses the layup. Rebound by Childs. Childs to McClellan. McClellan now middle of the court. Has it stripped and recovered by True Love. Shepard, they come back, working up to the right. True Love loses it. Going in transition. Ball just slips out of his hand and goes out of bounds. So Hornets fortunate there. Yeah, they had numbers. Shepard did now Hornets, and I'm very impressed with how the Hornets have beat the press here so far. They have just, I mean, it, it's it's sliced and diced and uh, and everything nice. If you want to yeah, they're getting, it, they're getting it to you know the other side of the court with relatively ease. They just need to capitalize on layups and and scoring opportunities. Really put Shepard on on the struggle. So Pierce going to do the inbounding, trying to get it to McClellan, but threw it over his head. Goes nearly out of bounds. Shepard able to save it. Now the kick start there, fast break. True love with it. Top of the key to right. Four out, one in set for the Pirates. As True Love fakes the three. Back to right now. It's a little back and forth action. Nobody actually in the post. They're always looking for that backdoor cut from Robinson. Three-pointer taken this time by True Love. It's missed. You got to rebound. That's, that's the biggest problem right now with the Hornets. They're, they're having a uh, first you know, contestant a shot. And then that second, third rebound really, really is hurting. Now Robinson has a left baseline jumper. Sixth second attempt. It's missed. Pierce just got mauled. They're going for the rebound. No foul called. And now Shepard will get a third attempt. This put back. That one's no good. And now this time Jacob Pierce will come up with it. His full court pass to McClellan. Tip ends up in the hands of Johnson. Pull up. Three. Oh, that would have been nice in transition. But it's missed. And a high soaring rebound from Terrence Travis on the 6-7 forward. Forward post for, for this Shepard team. Two minutes to play in the first quarter. Wright has it on the wing. We'll dribble it back out, looking to use the screen. Not going to have it quite yet. Shepard's really being pretty patient on the offensive end. They're just looking to exploit uh, exploit their size uh, advantage they have inside with uh, with Robinson on, uh, going block to block. Right inside has it stripped and recovered by Johnson. Johnson now middle of the court, fakes the pass. Now we'll kick it out. Pierce left corner, pump fakes, step back. And dribbles back across the court to the right side. Ends up in the hands on the pass to Childs. Childs, one dribble. This pass to McClellan. Stolen by Wright on the break. Wright in transition. Fouled by Teraven Rhodes, his first. I'd say it's a pretty good foul there from Teraven there. It's, it's, it's his first. He is prone to foul trouble, especially with yeah. when he gets one, it turns into yeah, two very quick. Two or three right there, back to back. So he's got to be careful. But, yeah, logistically a good foul to uh, to prevent the easy layup. So Cameron Wright, the point guard here uh, for Shepard. He is the, the assist getter from the uh, from the buzzer beating uh, three or to tie it in the overtime last game. Makes the first free throw. McClellan will check out. And Blaze Cathcart will check in for him. Timeout called. 
believe by Shepard. This will be a Pat Penn pause brought to you by Pat Penn at Gann Medford Real Estate. By your son, Pat, take care of all your needs. We'll be back in a moment with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. The unexpected never comes with a notice or at a convenient time. At the Advanced Financial Group, we want to help you prepare for the unexpected. We offer individual insurances, long-term care, and disability. Come talk with our friendly team to see how you can best prepare for the unexpected. And make sure you and your family are taken care of. The Advanced Financial Group, providing for your financial security. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation. Member FINRA and SIPC. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching the Nest Hudson. Welcome back. We're here in the first quarter brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. No finer athletic facility in Lovegan than Livewell Athletic Club. Play hard. Feel good. Livewell right at the free throw line after the Shepherd timeout. Free throw coming. It's up and it's good. So sub coming in now for him. That sub, Trevin Hess. In for Cameron Wright, who now has 10 of the 12 points for the Pirates here in this first quarter. And once again, Shepard going to step back into their press. On the court for the Hornets is Cathcart Pierce, Johnson, Rhodes, and Chase Merrill. Johnson over to his right to, to Rhodes. Now to Merrill, left block outside to Cade. Cade skip pass to Blaze and intercepted by Hess. Hess coming up the left sideline, finds Boye, the sharpshooter that we've experienced firsthand last game. Yeah, he can do a little bit of all he can handle in the post. And can shoot from outside. Now Moye will, will get the pass from, from Airy. Shot layup is missed. Rebound by Rhodes. Rhodes to Pierce. To Cathcart. Back to Pierce. Still in the backcourt looking across, and Jacob will do just that. Pierce fakes the pass. Now goes up the left side, blocked by Robinson. 40 seconds to go. Hess on the break. Up the left sideline, finding Moye in the corner, pump faking. Attacking the baseline, and he's going to say he's fouled. Yeah. I think foul by Cathcart. That'll be Cathcart's first. Oh, that was, I was just about to say, even with the foul, that was very good transition defense by the Hornets. Yeah, able to get back and force that ball on the baseline under the basket. Impressive transition. So Alvarado trying to do the inbound and gets it into Airy. Airy, he'll pull the jumper. It's up and it's good. 15-footer left wing is made. Score now 14-5. Hornets trail by nine. Pierce will launch up the court to Cade. Kate Johnson in transition, the layup off the glass, miss. Rebound by Rhodes, hits put back, it's good to Raven Rhodes. Nice job on the offensive glass, five points for him. That was a much-needed basket. Hornets had you know, kind of been slumping there for the second half of that quarter. Clock down to seven, Alvarado with it up top, to his left, out of Moye. He looks at the clock, he knows what's happened. Crossover dribble, step back three, way high launch. Oh, wow! He can hit it at the buzzer, I tell you. Trevor Moye once again, another buzzer beater against the Hornets. That time came from about 28, 29 feet on the left wing near the sideline off the step back. Makes the lead 10 for Shepard, and we'll come back with the second quarter in a moment. The score is 17-7. Back with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your design, printing, and advertising needs. 
At Real Graphics, we do it all. From t-shirts, embroidery, signs, banners, websites, vehicle wraps, decals, to printing small and large, we have you covered. We just moved to our new 13,000 square foot building to bring it all under one roof. So come see us at our new location in downtown Lufkin, across from Denim Piano and next to Bovee Sewing Center, where all the magic happens. We look forward to teaming up with you on your next project. Real Graphics, where we do it all. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. Welcome back here, getting things going in the second quarter. Terrence Robinson untouched by the basket, got an easy layup to go. The Hornets now coming back in a hurry. It's Pierce working the right corner, finding Merrill, the free throw line. Jumper, wow! Chase Merrill got that one to go from the free throw line. A quick release from... From him, yeah, his first the posts two. are going to have to, you know, do that just because of uh, Robinson's length inside. They're going to have to, while the, he's rotating, they're going to have to get that shot off fast. The score, 19 to nine, 10 point game. Into the game for the Hornets, a recent call up, Cade Courtney. Nice move by Moye in the paint at the right elbow with the floater to go. Hornets in a hurry, get the ball to Rhodes. Rhodes in transition, he'll be fouled. And Teraven doing a very good job being aggressive, just getting contact calls. Now we got to convert the free throws. Yeah, he's able to you know, knock down these free throws and really bring an aspect of scoring to his game that he really hasn't had all season. Right. He is, he's leading us in scoring, but only with, uh, I think, 11.5 points yeah. a game, uh, followed by Zay Shankle, Jacob Pierce, uh, Kate Johnson. I think he's averaging nine a game right now. Uh, first free throw from Rhodes is missed. 21-9 to your score. But Cade Courtney, as we were saying earlier, a recent call-up, made his first appearance on varsity on Friday uh, at the game in College Station where the Hornets didn't do so hot. They ran into a very good team in Aggieland prep. But Courtney will see Courtney in his debut had 10 points. And so the sophomore uh, looking to uh, make his district debut and, and continue to be strong. He's about 6'3", 6'4", 6'4", frame. We'll see how he can handle here with the physical play of Shepard. Shepard has it. It's Hess on the left wing. Driving with the left hand. Goes up, and he's fouled by Chase Merrill. You know, just came down with the hand at the end. If he would have kept his hands up on that, yeah, I think exactly. it would have been very clean. Saw, saw the hand usually, you know, 90% of the times. When the refs see that arm extend down, they're going to call a foul, even if you didn't make contact. It's so a going to the line now. Trevin Hess. Shepard yet to miss a free throw. Free broadcaster's curse works. Curse there. Listen, if we can start thinking about that more often, we can we can make it uh, we can make it a habit. We can determine who wins and who loses by by <laughs> what we say. Second free throw. That one is made. So one of two from from the line for Hess. Twenty-two to nine. Your score. Hornets still working against a two-two-one pressure. Pierce has it. Near half court, smartly dribbles backwards before crossing the line, but now he'll make the pass to Cathcart. Cathcart trapped at half, making the pass to Courtney. Courtney one dribble to Pierce. Pierce attacking, going up, has it stripped. Goes out of bounds, last touch by Shepard. So Pierce going to do the inbounding now for the Hornets, but the Hornets looking to be aggressive early on. We haven't actually seen a ton of outside shooting yet. No, we haven't seen that. I don't think we've seen. I think we've seen. Statman, we hit any yet? Statman, we hit any threes yet? 
On his, yeah, on his have yet to hit a three, but a three-point play opportunity here no for Blaze Cathcart. She attacked the basket, got fouled. Foul caught against number five, Alvarado. It'll be his second. And Cathcart absorbed the contact with the little floater there and got it to go in. And we're saying that's, that floater really comes in handy, especially when you have a six, six, seven center down right. in the middle. You got to get that shot off a little quicker than you probably used to. Blaze does miss that free throw, so no three-point play on that one. The score 22 to 11. Wright has it on the, on the outside. Doesn't use the screen from Moya. Attacking baseline. Going up. Blocked by Merrill. Ball tipped by Robinson. Right into the hands of Pierce. Pierce for the Hornets. Coming back up from right to left. Floating to his left to Rhodes. Rhodes one dribble. Nice strong move at the basket for Teraven Rhodes. Seven points yeah. now for the freshman. The score 22-13. We're seeing Hudson switch to a man here. Right pull up jumper free throw line blocked by Rhodes. Recovered though by Moye. And then Moye called for the charge down low as Jacob Pierce waiting for him. So Moye took one dribble. Had no idea Pierce was behind him. And Pierce has been so good at that this season. Pierce is really good at just getting in position on those charges. Half of them is just willing to take it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's not an easy choice to make, but it's a necessary one. Cathcart, he'll cross half, finding Courtney left wing. Back to Pierce. Pierce to Cathcart, four out, one in set for the Hornets. Huff Settler, two fouls there in the first minute of the game, so he's still out for the Hornets. Cathcart finding Rhodes, and then Rhodes going up for the right side, and he is fouled. And I, I love seeing this aggression. We really haven't seen this a lot in district yeah. from Teraven so far, uh, but he did a very good job there of John the contact. He's forcing the issue here so far in this game. He's really, you know, especially on that right side, he's really trying, you know, making an issue to get to the basket, and he's drawn, you know, several fouls. Just got to finish the free throws. So Rhodes, one of six from the free throw line. First free throw from him. And that one's missed again off the back. Kind of one of those things as a shooter, once you see one go in, it'll be, it, it tends to, to work itself out, but kind it's getting that one thing. to go. Yeah, just kind of a rhythm thing. I'll tell you what, as a shooter, I always love getting to the free throw line, just seeing that one ball go through the hoop. Um, Rhodes does make the second free throw. Eight points for him now in the game. The score, 22-14, five and a half to go here in this first half. Cameron Wright will set up the offense. Man-to-man defense played by the Hornets. Robinson going against Merrill. Dribble handoff with Hess. And if Robinson's out there on the on the outside, we'll take that all game long. Um, as I say that, he, he just goes <laughs> to the basket uh, with a ton of speed that we hadn't seen yet. Goes up there, missed the layup. Offensive board by Wright, and then Wright's fouled. On the putback. Wright's really been uh, very aggressive on those uh, offensive rebounds, especially for their point guard. Foul caught against either Cathcart or Rhodes. I couldn't tell if it was three fingers or four. Either way, it'll be one of their second, or it'll be their second fouls. Whoever that one went to. Eight point game. Three minutes into the second quarter. Five away to go. 22 14 to score. Childs will check in for Chase Merrill. Is right. Fortunately, missed that first free throw. Right down a lot of scoring here for Shepard. Ten points so far in the game. Typically a pretty good free throw shooter for the Pirates. But misses that one. Reverse broadcast curse works again. Childs with the rebound. Tips it up to Pierce. Pierce football pass to Cathcart. Cathcart spin move out to Cade Courtney with the pass intercepted by Hess. Hess to Moye. In transition. Goes over the layup. It's missed. Can he get his own board? Yes. He goes up. Oh, that's a jump ball. That's a jump ball. Yes. What's he calling? Oh, oh, I don't know. One's calling foul, one's calling jump he ball. He called a jump ball. Oh, oh no way. Yeah. This official right by the call just pulled it back. Wow. It'll be Traven's second foul. That's tough. 
That's tough, tough especially when they, he was yeah. going with the jump. Man. It definitely went like a jump ball from here. Looks like a great defensive play, but instead, the foul called. Mo Moyes' free throw is missed. Or, pardon me, made. Pardon me. Cathcart will check out. Raven Rhodes will check out. Caden McClellan and Cade Johnson. And this is where uh, Johnson, as we were talking in the pregame, uh, we're going to um, going to have to see a lot from him to help with his, to use his offensive score to help us keep in this game. Yeah. Rhodes has really been the only one in any type of rhythm to begin this game. So Pierce, the hill cross half court, working with the right hand, in and out dribble. Up and under move. Nice move by Pierce. The layup, though, missed. Rebound for Shepard, and now they come back in a hurry. It's right going against Courtney to Robinson to his left to Moye. Gathers himself, goes up strong. Nice job letting the Hornet defenders fly by and then get an easy, easy layup at the left side. Now Pierce attacking the right side, has a block draw, drawn by Cameron Wright. Try to take the charge. Get a little bit too much acting on that one. Yeah, fell, fell over. A little soon. too soon, but hit the ground pretty hard. Yeah, that wasn't a, like a, a, a yeah. light hit. He just he just put a little bit too much drama into that one. So Pierce at the free throw line. The Hornets two of nine overall. Pierce makes the first one. It's eleven point game. Second free throw is made as well. The score 26 to 16. We want to hear from you always. Feel free to hit us up on our Taco Casa Twitter feed. It's Taco Casa Taco Tuesdays. Ought to hit that up on the way back home tonight. Wish we could. That'd be awesome. Hit us up at the Nest Hudson. 26 to 16. That's a late call. Yeah, that was a uh, kind of a wild take there for Shepard. The foul was called against two on that one. Gunner? Yeah, Gunner Childs. We're in a position where we can't actually see the, the scoreboard where they have the numbers and stuff. So Shepard at the line. Trevin Hess, first free throw from him is up, and it's good. We're just right down from all the Super Bowl activity here tonight. Yeah, How about you? I'll go check it out after the game. If any of my family's listening, they'll text me and say, no, Chris, you can't <laughs> do that. But if they're not listening, it's payback. I can just go down there and we'll check it all out. Second free throw. After miss, making the first, the second one's a oh, miss, man. and then Hess, wow, good grief, just ran into Cade Johnson very hard. That was a football move right there. I mean, just uh, not a dirty move. Nah, I'm not saying, I'm ball, saying, yeah. saying that the, the intensity that you would go with for, you know, get an interception, make a tackle, that's what Johnson just got hit with. He's kind of shaking up, looking around a little bit. Get to the free throw line, though, with the Hornets and bonus. I, I once played a game with a concussion, I found out afterwards. Not that Kate Johnson has a concussion, but it, that was a hard hit. And it made remind me of it. I was like, it's, uh, it actually knocked some sense in it. I was having a horrible game until that point. Johnson's first free throw, that will rattle around and, and miss. Hornets now 4 of 12, a mere 33% from the free throw line. So you trail by 11. And, and free throws, as we learned, at Jasper on the road. Yeah. You've got to make free throws. Free this throws has really been kind of the difference in this team winning and losing in district play. Johnson misses both, and Shepard now hurries it down the court. It's Hess back up top to right at the, at the volleyball line. Going against Craig Courtney. Fakes a pass, crossover dribble. Now ends up in the hands of Moye in the right corner. Moye attacking the baseline. Gathers himself. Oh, that's got to be a travel first before the foul. Like it, but yeah. And it's a, it's a touch foul called. Caught against Cade Johnson. 
It'll be his first of the game. 3.52 to play in this first half. 27-16 your score. Chris Simmons, how's there on the call with you here on the Nest? As always presented by Shelton's Place, the premier wedding and event venue of East Texas. The first free throw. It's made. Why am I doing that? I am, it's like like in my programming inside, it's like it's like I just have it reversing to switch the cords, switch the circuits, and, and get it all going right. If that's even how electricity works, I'm not really sure. <laughs> Open circuit, closed circuit, whatever. That second free throw made as well. 28-16. Johnson will check out. Blaze Cathcart will check in. So Trevor Moye now with 10 points as well as Cameron Wright. Yeah, him and Wright are their they're offense so far. Pierce stripped by Wright, but able to recover it after a dive. Finds Cade Courtney. Now to McClellan, top of the key. McClellan, Jillian Wright, dribble handoff with him and Cathcart. Shepard came in out of that zone, now in a man-to-man. Hornets finding McClellan in the corner, attacking, floating shot, blocked by Wright, recovered by Wright, and then a timeout called by, oh, they can say Wright was actually on the sideline before the timeout could be called. So his foot was right there on it. So Hornets will get another stab at it, but our offensive possessions just have not looked great here in this game. Yeah, we haven't had much flow. It's been the majority of it's just been, you know, free throw line. Cathcart stripped by Moya. Reverse layup in transition. Oh, just oh. a little bit too much. Kate Courtney coming down with the board. Outlet pass to Cathcart as he goes out of bounds. Ends up in the hands of Pierce. Pierce working left side in and out move. Gets to the middle, drawing contact. Oh, that should be an and one. Pierce made the shot, but they're going to say he got fouled on the floor. He'll be to the free throw line, man. He's still, yeah, he'll still get to the free throw line, but it'll be two shots instead of an and one. Man, it's tough move. I hate that for Pierce. He got an NBA has no doubt an and one. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. That one's kind of iffy, iffy at best. First free throw. That one's made. Score 28-17, to 17, three minutes to play in this first half. We saw we saw Hudson this similar game uh, against Shepard uh, at home, kind of just sticking around, not you know, not getting you know this lead up to twenty or anything, but just keep sticking around. McClellan to Pierce inside misses the layup, offensive board by Courtney. They're gonna call Cade Courtney with an over the back, which he was over the back of Gunner Childs. <laughs> like yeah, he, he was over the back of his own player. Yeah, they're going to call over the back against Kate Courtney, but he went over the back of Gunnar Childs to get that board. It did look awkward, but there was not anything there. 30-second timeout going to be taken by Shepard here with 2.51 to play in the first half. 28-17 to your score. Hornets trailing by 11. We're back with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. What's going on, everybody? This is professional basketball player and former Hornet Thomas Davis, and you're listening to Hudson Sports on the Nest. Go Hornets. And welcome back. We're here at Shepherd High School. Chris Simmons, how is there on the call with you? The score 28-17 in favor of Shepard. As Trevor Moya going to be at the line for two free throws here for the Pirates. 
And the Hornets just having a tough time. Even on the defensive end, we're actually doing fairly well. 28 points for this team in the first half. Not terrible. Yeah. Uh, the, main, the main problem defensive end has been uh, rebounding. Really, you know, contesting that first shot, making Shepard take a tough sh shot, but really giving up second and third opportunities to his team is what's carried them. So Moye makes both free throws. 12 points for him now in the game, and the score 30 to 17, 13-point lead. Cathcart in the right corner, finding Pierce as he'll cross half. Skip past the Childs on the left block. Childs one dribble going up strong. No con no foul call. A lot of contact. We get to almost beg for a call here. That's a tough no call against us. Instead of be a jump ball possession hour in favor of the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets just haven't been in any type of flow offensively. Childs trying to get it in, finds McClellan. Over to his left to Jacob Pierce. Reverse lay for Pierce. It's good. So Hornets finally get another point here after being a little bit of a scoring drought there yeah. for a while. At least baskets. They've been to the free throw line a little bit, but haven't really gotten a field goal in a while. Five points for Pierce. Now Moye. Oh, wow. What a move. Splitting the defenders going up and under with their finger roll. 14 points for him. Back to 13-point lead for Shepard. Pierce in transition. Call for a charge. I think, wow. I think he kind of lowered his shoulder a little bit. He usually kind of goes in there with a head of steam. I don't, but uh, the Shepard player wasn't even in set. I mean, he was in terrible positioning. So Pierce and I will check out. Kate Johnson back in for him. It's a few Hornets with you know, a couple fouls. Shepard working left wing. It's Airy. Step back at the free throw line. Now trapped and able to get it off to Moye. Moye in the paint. Picks up his dribble. Back to Airy. Step back. Fakes the three. Top to Keita Robinson. And that's the thing. Hornets need to back off him. Let him shoot that from outside if he wants it. But that's not where he's been hurt. He's been hurting his inside on the boards. True Love's floater from the left middle of the paint. Off to the left. And then a foul caught against Airy. As Kate Courtney pulled in the rebound. He's, he's done a great job coming off the bench, you know, as only second varsity game, of getting those rebounds. And usually that's kind of, that's, especially in this atmosphere, to really adjust to that, you know, speed of, you know, players just crashing the boards and athleticism, you know, from JV to varsity is usually takes, takes a while. And he's done a great job of really weathering the transition. So Courtney at the line, his first free throw is made. So his first points in district play this year. Also in his first game, as you mentioned previously. Second free throw for Kate. That one bounces off the right of the rim. 12-point lead for Shepard as we have 138 to play in the first half. It's Robinson handling with it. Top of the key. Going to the paint. Loses it, but recovered by Airy. His, he picks it up. Chunks it off the glass. Too strong. Rebounded by True Love. True Love's shot is airballed and rebounded by Cathcart. And the Hornets come back up to the court from our point of view here. Cathcart to McClellan. McClellan now driving. Inside to Childs. Good look on the inside. Caden McClellan feeding Gunnar Childs. And his first two of the night for Gunnar Childs. One of the better offensive possessions there. Yeah, as we saw, some penetration that worked, that, that got to the basket, and then a nice feed on the outside. Fifty-four seconds to play. Robinson going to dribble it out near half court. Robinson still near half. Backdoor look from Robinson. Trying to get to Airy. Tipped out of bounds. Oh. It'll say it's off Cade Johnson.
So they'll lob it into Robinson once again, top of the key. 36 seconds. The Shepherds trying to, just to, to drag this one out here at the end of the first half. Ten-point game. Robinson, fake the penetration. Clock down to 15. The 6-7 forward showing off some handles there near half court, but not really going anywhere with it. Splits the defense, finds the left corner three for Airy. Air ball, rebound by Kate Courtney. Down to three seconds. Possession arrow in favor of Shepard. The 10-point game, two seconds to go here in the first half. They'll lob it into Robinson. Ball tipped, was stolen by McClellan, half court, three! Oh, just missed Caden McClellan there at the buzzard. So going into the halftime break, the score, 32-22 to in favor of Shepard. When we come back, we'll have the halftime show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. So don't go anywhere. This is Hudson on the Basketball on the Nest, as always, presented by Shelton's Place. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. This is Dr. Jeff Glass from the Children's Clinic Collection. You may know me or my fellow pediatricians, Dr. Fedone, Dr. Graves, Dr. Hanley, or Dr. Kahn, because odds are we've seen you, your child, or one of your friends' children over the years. But there may be some things you didn't know about us. Did you know that the Children's Clinic has been serving Angelina County for nearly 25 years? Between the five of us, we have over 110 cumulative years of pediatric experience. In fact, we're the only doctors in the area who specialize in just children. And we've spent our lives doing nothing but caring for children. That level of training and expertise is invaluable. For your convenience, we're open late Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for well and sick visits. We even come in on Saturdays at 9 to take care of any kids who are sick. We've got clinics in Jasper and Woodville to serve those populations. And Angelina Pediatrics is here in town to take care of our kids who happen to be on Medicaid and shifts. In addition to all that, we're the medical directors for each of the local school districts. And when we're not spending time with our families or caring for our patients, each one of the pediatricians at the Children's Clinic volunteers in the community, contributing to those organizations that assist our kids in our community. You see, we at the Children's Clinic believe that healthy children and healthy communities go hand in hand. Come visit us and you'll see the difference that makes in our care. The Children's Clinic of Lufkin is located at 205 Gene Sanford Drive in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Soundtex designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtex provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtex is online at soundtex.com. Attention Hornet fans, it is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good.
Hornet fans, when you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran and Hudson alum, Pat Penn. Pat's a certified real estate broker with Gan Medford Real Estate. You've heard him all season long be the proud sponsor of every Hudson Hornet strikeout. We like to call him Pat Penn Punchout. But for all of your real estate needs, be sure to contact our very own Pat Penn at 936 465 1234. So May stands for the Ordinary Made Extraordinary, which simply means we're not your ordinary catering company. We offer a wide range of services from catering, personal chef services, recipes to help take the fear out of cooking, and food for thought to encourage you to take your ordinary life and make it extraordinary. Visit us online at TomeCatering.com and be sure to like us on Facebook to stay up to date with our latest take and bake options. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. Welcome back. This is the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. It's Tuesday. I want to remind you that the Children's Clinic stays open on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays to take care of your child's uh, uh, needs whenever it's maybe not convenient or you're able to make it earlier in the day. They're staying open late to help serve our kids of our community. So at halftime, the score 32 to 22. The Hornets trailing by 10. A very sluggish offensive effort where they just, it seems like we're just not getting any momentum uh, of things working for us. Yeah, very, the flow of the offense really isn't there. We've seen multiple things. We've seen man from Chevy. We've seen zone. And really, Hudson hasn't been able to really get in a groove in any of them. So uh, you just need a little more flow. You need your ball handling maybe get you know in better positioning and uh to create shots you know that's the kind of thing where you got to kind of like create shots off back doors off stuff like that dribble penetration things like that and so uh our horn is having a tough time really uh really struggling to to limit uh possessions to one opportunity for for shepherd here in the first half trevor moyer i got a little update some numbers for trevor moyer for the pirates with 18 points came in right with four uh, Thiessen with four. We have Alvarado and three fouls for uh, for the Pirates. But Terrence Robinson, the big, the six-seven big man, he's really not doing much to hurt us. He's grabbed a couple boards, but he yeah. only has two points here tonight. Well, a lot, a lot of his pressure on both ends, just as the the knowledge of his link, he's able. You know, you have to concentrate a lot to block him out. You got to concentrate a lot. He's able to like just tip the ball, keep the ball alive. He might not be grabbing the right. rebound then, but he's kind of tipping it, keeping it alive, which is resulting in and you know in shots for Shepard. On the defensive end, you see him, the one is kind of timid to go into him. You know, they're usually throwing up a quick shot. Right. It's a little you know hard off the backboard or something like that. So just his presence in the game. It might not show up on the stat sheet, but it is making an impact. Basketball is a game that's really hard to play when, uh, if you have any amount of pride uh, in yourself. If you're going to be a little bit too pride, you can have pride in your game, but if you're too prideful, uh, too prideful to get your shot blocked, it's going to hurt the team ultimately. And so when we get in the paint, uh, we flip something up too quick or trying just to avoid uh, getting our stuff swatted. Because listen, uh, he's got long arms and he can. He's, I feel like he could uh, touch us from under the basket. You know, just reaching out. That's how long I feel his arms are. But uh, but you can't you can't worry about that. 
that you can't let that be uh, scary. You have to go right into it. Maybe you can get a foul called uh, yeah. against it. But uh, but we'll see. How in the second half? Let's do the short version. What uh, what do you think, Coach Rob is talking uh, about? One on the defensive end, one on the offensive end. Defensive end. I'm sure he's talking about. Hey, we just got a rebound, especially if we're in zone or man. Either one. They did a little better job when they were in man of uh, blocking out everybody, but still, it wasn't up to par to what you would expect. It's just better. Which I mean. Isn't isn't saying much, but still, I would expect the focus to be on defense and on the rebound. On offense, say, hey, run through the offense a little bit. Try to you know get some dribble penetration, get some you know easier shots. Where it seems like every shot we're taking is a contested layup or contested jumper. We really haven't got any open outside shots either. So I, I think that kind of comes off if we get a little more dribble penetration, a little more threat from our guards on that to create out of outside. It will open up the offense a little more. I think you're exactly right. I can't argue with you at all. Can't disagree with you, which is a surprise because, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't think you're right on hardly anything. But this one, this one thing tonight, this one rare occurrence, you got this one right. And we'll see what happens coming up here in the second half. We thank you for listening in. This has been the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Once again, I want to remind you that the Children's Clinic stays open late just for you on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays until 6.30 p.m. at the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Once again, you scored at half, 32-22. to 22. The Hornets looking to get the offense going in a game that ended with over 90 points for the Hornets last time. We're not quite on pace to get there this one, uh, but nonetheless, we've got to get stops, and ultimately, at the end of the day, just have more points on the board than the other team. We'll see how it unfolds this is when, we, when we come back. This is the presentation of Hudson Hornet Basketball on the Nest, as always, presented by Shelton's Place. Simple Simon's Pizza is simply the best place to be. Dine in or carry out. All our pizzas are handmade with our specially formulated sauce and robust cheese loaded with tons of fresh toppings. Or try our amazing mouth-watering calzone. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. The best places ever came are delivered to you because of Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. And now you have a chance to make the best play of your week. Download the Chick-fil-A One app on your mobile device today to place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Skip the line and have your order ready for you the moment you walk in the front door. That's the play that makes you the real MVP. The Chick-fil-A One app is available on most mobile devices. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching the Ness Hudson. And welcome back. We have the second half coming your way now here on the Nets. Chris Simmons, how is there on the call with you? It's a 10-point game, 32-22, and the Hornets will have possession to get things going. And really, it's just a matter of we got to get the offense uh, working and flowing and going. If we can do that, we'll be in, in much better shape. Rhodes finding Pierce. There's Pierce attacking on the left baseline. They're going to say he stepped on the, on the baseline out of bounds. So 
not exactly the start that you hope to see. Yeah, we saw Shepard come out in the 3-2 uh, zone that we saw a little bit earlier in the game, which kind of got to you know, recoup after Shepard was in a man for the majority of the second quarter. Nice ball movement there by the Pirates. It touched everybody yep. on the court. Ended up in the hands of Cameron Wright. His sixth point of the game. And now the Hornets will come back in a hurry. Johnson to McClellan. Trying to beat the press. Finding Huff Settler down low. And then Huff Settler drawing contact in a foul. It's actually a tough call there against Robinson. He's played that one about as clean as you can play it. I, mean, I think he might have got an all ball there. But his hand was kind of, you know, over and not straight up. It's, you know, results in fouls. So Robinson committing his second. Huff Settler, first free throw for him is made. Huff Settler played all of 64 seconds there yeah. in the first half after picking up two fouls in the first, you know, as I said, 64 seconds. So the first free throw from him is made. Second free throw. Left that one short. 11-point ball game, 34-23. As Robinson came down with the board and, and True Love will walk it across for the Pirates. True Love working on the right. Right sideline, get the screen from Moye floating in the paint. Wow, high arching floater. And True Love able to get that one to fall. They had a little better help, you know, defense there. True Love now with four points, and it's kind of a soft press here for, for Shepard. Hornets have it. Rhodes to the paint, kicking out left corner three. Cade Johnson knocking down the three pointer for the Hornets, his fifth point of the game. And I believe the first three-pointer of the game for the Hornets as well. Yeah, that's a great shot because we're both areas. We need Kate Johnson to really pick up the scoring, and then we need that outside shot from anybody. To, to start falling, just to stretch the defense just, out. Yeah, especially against his own. Hess now with it, left block, finds right. Right splitting the defense. Goes up for the layup, it's missed. Rebound by Rhodes. Rhodes, two fouls in the first half. He had to sit out the last three minutes. Goes all the way coast to coast to Raven Rhodes. Ten points now for the freshman. And the Hornets start to chop away here at the lead. 36-28, eight-point ball game. Yeah, we good. You need this momentum coming out of halftime. True love attacking on the right. He's going to say he's fouled. Fouled by number 10, Caden McClellan. That'll be his first of the this game. This is a little more of the tempo that we kind of expected at the beginning of the game with, you know, scoring-wise. And just hitting shots. So Wright getting the ball in the, from the corner, going all the way to the basket. Tough shot for him. Tough angle. Ball loose and pulled in by Caden. McClellan gets it out to Pierce. Full court pass up to Rhodes. Rhodes goes up over Hess. Goes up in traffic and then is fouled. I love seeing that. I mean, Trayvon Rhodes is like a wide receiver. Just yeah. going above Hess, pulling it in, and then going to the basket and getting contact. Impressive. Like the catching that ball, like he said, just like a wide receiver just plucking it out of here. <laughs> And True Love with his third foul. Rhodes, the free throw line. That one decides to go in after nearly falling out. His first free throw made. 11 points for him in the game. Three of nine from the line overall tonight. Second one. It's up and it's good. So back-to-back free throw makes. Four of ten for the freshman. And the score 36-30. to 30. The Hornets slowly going to chop away at this. To start off as a ten-point deficit at halftime. They get it down to six. Pass to the right. To, to the right. Back to Trulove up top. He'll use the high screen from Robinson. Pull-up jumper. Actually not going to take the jumper. Instead, just make the pass. He'll find Cameron Wright. The right corner three is missed. Rebound by Pierce. And then Pierce foul. I have to say, there's got to be yeah. something called there. Kind of got sandwiched there. <laughs> I mean, when you're driving, you kind of get boxed in. And then they decide to slow the brakes yeah. on you. Pierce just got boxed in on that one by two defenders for, for Shepard. Foul called against Cameron Wright. That's actually his fourth of the game. That's tough for them. He's... 
mainly their main ball handler. And he gets their whole offense really yeah. going with his penetrations and, and so many other things. <laughs> From Johnson over to McClellan. Like I said, McClellan shuffled his feet. Uh -oh. uh, whoa, a technical foul call against the Hornets. Delay a game or something? I'm not really sure. Technical foul is going to be caught against Caden McClellan. Uh, looking for clarification here as to what happened. I'm, I have no idea. That one looked very clean. Moye makes the first free throw, of course. Moye now 19 points. I'm not sure what he did, but despite the fact that it's a technical foul, that kind of kills momentum for the Hornets yeah. for what we had going. McClellan going to check out. Blaze Cathcart checking in for him. So seven-point ball game, 37 to 30, with 5:10 to play here in the third quarter. In post-entry pass from Airy to Robinson, stolen by Pierce. Pierce now on the break, floating layup. Oh, that was no, that was fine. That was out of the rim. That, there's no way that was offensive interference as, as Teraven Rhodes went up and grabbed it. It was clearly off the rim. Oh my goodness! And we had the best view yeah, in the house of, for this of, that one. That was totally out of the circle. Bad call. They're going to wave that one off. And the thing is, the referee right by the basket didn't even call it. He saw it as well. But this guy coming up the sideline near half court had to make the call and say, no, 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 I saw it. But he didn't. So we're going to take away those two points from the Hornets. 37-30 is your score. Robinson at the top of the key. We'll see what Shepard wants to do here. They're looking trying to kill clock. And how we talk about this a lot, it's kind of like coaching theory. What would yeah. we do as coaches? I'm not ever going to just pull my, my team out to to, to to a stall because I feel like it takes off the gas pedal. But then, I guess if you say that, Robinson yeah, pulled Robinson. up. Free, free throw line jumper just sunk that one, no problem. Pierce to the right to Cascart. Now short corner to Huffseller to Johnson. Pull up jumper. And I'm going to say he fou got fouled by Robinson. It'll be his third of the game. So Johnson going to the line, and that, that was a bad call as well. I mean, yeah. that, that, I mean, uh, I'm telling you, they, they, they've missed several calls, I think, more against us than the thing is yeah. Shepard. But uh, this is, has been an interesting officiating, uh, officiating all the way around. 39-30 yeah. to 30 is the score. Close game and guys game both have been interesting you know, calls. Johnson makes the first free throw, six points for him. And so the score now is 39-31. Okay, now second free throw coming for him, the junior. Free throws up, and it's good. Seven points. And it's a seven-point deficit the Hornets face now, 39-32. to 32. So True Love will cross half court, go to the left to Robinson. Robinson dribble handoff with Hess on the left side. Hess gets it over to Moye. Now right corner, True Love to three. Missed it. Rebound pulled in by Huffsteller. Nice box out. And, and listen, yeah. it's tempting as a big man to try to go up, but Huffsteller did a good job of just getting position. But there and he wasn't paying attention. Cathcart threw it to, to Huffsteller, who wasn't paying attention at all. And Cathcart taking, wow. Yeah. He got a charge call there for, for Blaze. Wow. Makeup call, I want to say. It had to be a makeup yeah. call. Uh, I'm hoping anybody listening right now is understanding this. We aren't just the homer. I mean, we, we, we make home, yeah. homespun calls, but we're not homers yeah, on that, this. And that was that's, kind of a weak call. But nonetheless, it benefits the Hornets. Pierce <laughs> finding Johnson, the free throw line jumper. It's missed. Rebound 
by Trula. That was a, I like the play, even though it was quick hit offense. Johnson at the free throw line. If free throw line to paint, he's just he's lethal. That one just happened to fall out. So the score now 39-32, three and a half minutes to play here in the third quarter. We'll be back with more Hornet basketball after this. Pat Penn pause in a moment here on the nest. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. This is Dr. Jeff Blass. Thanks for listening to Hudson Sports on The Nest. Welcome back with 3.32 to play here in the third quarter. That was a Pat Penn pause brought to you by Pat Penn at Gann Medford Real Estate. It'll be Shepard basketball after they call the timeout. And the Hornets backing off into a half-court 2-3 zone. Moye, left wing, picks it up, handoff to Hess. Hess to Robinson, to True Love, to the right in the corner. Looking back in the post to Robinson, going up strong. Misses the layup, rebound pulled in by Kate Johnson. Johnson now on the break for the Hornets. On the attack, four on three. Fakes the pass left, goes to the right. Oh, and they're going to say True Love took the charge from Cade. It looked like Cade kind of went around them. It, they usually don't see that call unless they make direct contact. Yeah, but Hustler, just get back to that last offensive. Hustler, the past three possessions, has been big defensively there in the middle, you know, just contesting shots with his length. Shepard will hurry up the court, kind of get the Hornets a dose of their own medicine, but the jumper is missed by Airy. Rebounded by Rhodes. No look pass to, to Johnson. Reverse layup blocked by Moye and recovered by Robinson. So, so the size and athleticism of the Shepard team being put on display here tonight, as they do most games, and it's, and it's so surprising to see them actually have, have, are not doing, they're not at the top of the district. They're not even top two. Yeah. So ball went out of bounds, tipped by the Hornets. Did they, did they beat? And so now with Airy getting it off the inbounds to Robinson. Right side to Moye, the three, it's up. It's missed. That's kind of a tough call there. As I apologize, I believe Shepard is going to be sitting in the two slot in the district right now. Need, need some clarification. We'll, we'll be checking into that as the game's happening. But nonetheless, it'll be Shepard basketball inside Moye with it on the block. And so Moye was then fouled by Huffstetler. Oh, no, by, uh, by 20, Pierce. Jacob Pierce. Trying to get around him on the post-up. And that's Moye can do just about everything. He can hit those outside shots plus posting up. So, I mean, it's a tough matchup for Pierce. I mean, he can do it, but I'm just saying it's a tough matchup for Pierce to have to, you know, go play to play against, you know, a bigger defense, offensive player. So Moye will hand it off out to True Love. Shepard just being really patient in this third quarter, not really attacking. We've seen a lot of times where they just kind of try to spread it out and get Robinson in on a one-on-one. Robinson to the right to True Love. Is, yeah, Shepard going with this kind of a stall tactic here. The 6-7 forward doing all the ball handling near half court. Working his child under two minutes to play in the third. True love in the paint. Looking inside to Moye. Makes a dish. Moye at the block, and it's good. Tightly contested there for Trevor Moye. 
21 points for him now. Hornets with it. Pass from Pierce. The Rose deflected. He's on the ground with it. Loose tied up. Moye comes away with it. Tipped by Trulo. Ball loose on the ground. Last touch by Shepard. That should be going Hudson's way. They got one right. A lot of, a lot of bodies on the ground. A lot of hustle in that play mm-hmm. by Pierce. Moray. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let <laughs> the body hit. <laughs> so it's a nine-point game for the Hornets setting up the offense. And this half-court zone being played by Shepard has been quite effective here tonight. Their arms, their, their deflections, loose balls, everything has been going very well yeah, in blocks. their favor. What? Childs wasn't even in the paint at that three seconds call. That's a tough one against the Hornets. Yeah, we saw in the girls game that kind of hot on that three-second call. So True Love now will cross half court. Is once again Pirates is looking to, to slow things down, limit the amount of possession for the Hornets for the rest of the game. Hess spin move against Rhodes, hands it off to Robinson. The four out, one in stall set. Now True Love going all the way to the basket. Thought he had a layup, but it was missed. Too strong rebound pulled in by Pierce. Pierce up the court in transition. Trying to avoid the block and threw it way off. Rebound pulled in by Shepard. The outlet pass to Moye. Two on one, the layup. It's missed. He'll be going to the line for two free throws. Um, we saw after a very strong, you know, beginning of this quarter to really get this game within six. Hudson, this Shepard stall, which, you know, both uh, really aren't a fan of and in any sense of that stall. It has worked out because it's gotten Hudson out of rhythm, uh, kind of made Hudson kind of have to play faster because they feel like they got to get back in, you know, staying stay in this game. They have to play a little faster, which has, you know, gotten the lead back to 10 for Shepard. And Samoye makes the first free throw, his 22nd point of the night. Second free throw, it's up and it's good. Moya tonight, 8 of 10. Solid free throw shooter, solid player in general. 43-32, double-digit lead for the Pirates. Rhodes, a travel call there against the Ravens. He, he's attacking the baseline. Got kind of caught up in the air. Ball stuck between him and, and, and the leg of, of Robinson. Yeah. That's why you don't jump to pass. That's true, that's true. Key, key day one, we learned that when you <laughs> don't jump to pass. You get stuff like that happens. So Robinson working against Childs, 13 seconds on the clock. Down to seven, down to six, down to five. Robinson working to Hess, left corner. The three is missed off the front. Ball loose, recovered by Cashgard, and that's how we'll finish off here in the third quarter. The score, 43-32. to Hornets trailing by 11 as we move into the fourth corner. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson on the basketball here on the Nest. Shelton's Place is the premier full-service wedding and event venue of East Texas. We have so much to offer within our climate-controlled 7,400-square-feet facility, which rests in a beautiful country setting. You can step out of our rustic barn-style venue and walk out on the beautiful lawn down to the stunning picturesque pond. This is a wonderful atmosphere for an indoor or outdoor wedding, anniversary party, or corporate event. We can help you create a memorable event that you and your guests will comfortably enjoy. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. 
Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on The Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. And welcome back. We're here in the fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics. It'll be Shepherd Basketball to get things going. It's Moya working on the left corner. Kicks it out to Hess. Back up top now to True Love. As the Shepherd's really kind of looking to take as much time off every possession as they can. And they, they did a good job. They took about three minutes off there in the third quarter without Hudson scoring. And were able to put four, five points up on the board. So Airy, Airy finding out the True Love get the high screen from Robinson. True Love splits the defense, goes up for the floater in the paint, and got it. And True Love's gotten that shot off too easy the past, you know, two quarters. That little floater. you got to get people sliding over on help. The score, 45-32. As True Love went for the steal, tried to intercept that one, but landed out of bounds. So he was out of bounds touching the ball, so automatically going to be off on him. Got district standings for you to get updated. Hudson and Shepardson at the top, 3-1. and one. Hornets have the tiebreaker with the home win last time over Shepard. Die ball 2-2. Two and two. Jasper 1-3. Huntington 1-3. Pierce off the inbounds, takes a deep top of the key three. It's missed, and True Love pulls in the board. True Love to Moye. Instantly trapped, but able to somehow get out of that. Finding Hess left. Left side jumper about five feet out. Miss. Rebound by Cathcart. And the Hornets work back up from left to right. Blaze Cathcart with the ball. Finding Rhodes on the wing. Rhodes observing what he has. Kicks it in the corner. Kate Johnson the three. He's hit one tonight. Now make it two. Kate Johnson knocking down another. And I like the move here to move to a half court uh, uh, press to try to put some pressure and speed up Shepard. It's a ten point game. A timeout called by Shepard. Kate Johnson, 10 points down the game for the Hornets. Shepard will have it as they cross half court on the uh, on the sideline opposite of us. The score, 45-35, to 6.26 to go here in the fourth quarter. We'll be back with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your design, printing, and advertising needs. At Real Graphics, we do it all. From t-shirts, embroidery, signs, banners, websites, vehicle wraps, decals, to printing small and large, we have you covered. We just moved to our new 13,000 square foot building to bring it all under one roof. So come see us at our new location in downtown Lufkin, across from Denim Piano and next to Bovee Sewing Center, where all the magic happens. We look forward to teaming up with you on your next project. Real Graphics, where we do it all. Back to this fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics. Shepard off the inbounds. Gets it into Moya. Working left wing. Pull up jumper. Ten feet out. Bounces up high off the rim. No good offensive board though by Robinson. His putback is missed. But now Shepard gets a third chance. Moya shot blocked by Johnson. A fourth chance. 
And now Moye will be fouled, going to the line for two free throws. Foul going to be called against number 20, Jacob Pierce. So unacceptable when Shepard gets four opportunities yeah. there coming out of a timeout. you got to throw so you got to get some bodies in there just to block out. And we see Moye get his own rebound three times almost in that possession. It was great defense up until that. I mean, but you got to get the rebound. That's been the story all night. We've played great initial defense, but everybody, you got to finish off a defensive possession. And that's the biggest thing is the rebound. And we just haven't been able to do it. Moye with the rare miss from the free throw on the first one. Second one is made. So 46 35, 24 points for Trevor Moye. We worked the ball, find Johnson in the right corner. Johnson trying to make a pass back to Cashcard on the baseline. That one goes jumping, out of bounds. Jumping in the air to pass. That's been, we've seen that now twice from the Hornets just failing to, you know, make the simple fundamental move and just jumping in the air and you're getting a turnover. Cathcart will check out. Caden McClellan will check back in for the Hornets. Moye skip pass across the court to Hess, to Robinson. Robinson top of the key to back to Moye. It's a four-out, one-in set for the Pirates. Hornets in 2-3 zone. Moye with it, left wing. Hands it back to Hess, and they're doing a very good job of just uh, of just working the ball and, and taking as much time off the clock as they can while still being aggressive. It's a, it's a nice balance of both. Yeah, it really is. They're, not, they're, not, they're, they're stalling. That's not be good, but they are being aggressive when they get the one-on-one opportunities. True love going by McClellan, floating that one up high off the back rim and missed. Rebound pulled in by Courtney. Courtney to Rhodes. Rhodes in the paint. My goodness. To Raven call for the charge. It's a tough call. Foul's called against to Raven there. That'll be his third. 46-35 is the score. Shepard now coming up. Hess. Kicks it back out to Moye near half court. Guarded by Johnson. And Moye is just a tough matchup. I mean, you, all the way around. He have, can do all yeah. five positions right now. You have to guard him. Do you guard him with the big, or then he takes him off the dribble and hits an outside shot? It's just. You guard him with a the small, then yeah. he goes down in the post and. He gets five rebounds. Right. It's insane. Cameron right now inside, right block, misses the first one, gets his own board, puts it back in. Eight points for him to score 48 35. So Pierce now will work to his left to McClellan. Skip pass to Johnson in the right corner. Fakes left, goes right. Now finds Kate Courtney inside. Courtney inside to Rhodes. A lot of contact. Very good possession, though. That was probably one of the best team possessions. I think the ball basically touched everybody in the hand. Good ball movement around and get the, get the shot up in the middle. And Coach Peterson calls a timeout. So we'll take a break with him. This is a Pat Penn pause brought to you by Pat Penn at Gann Medford's Real Estate. 431 to play in the fourth quarter. The score 48-37 in favor of Shepard. We'll be back in a moment with Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Hornet fans, when you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran and Hudson alum Pat Penn. Pat's a certified real estate broker with Gann Medford Real Estate. You've heard him all season long be the proud sponsor of every Hudson Hornets strikeout. We like to call him Pat Penn Punchouts. But for all of your real estate needs, be sure to contact our very own Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. 
NSY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at hudsonradio.com and on iTunes by searching the Ness Hudson. Welcome back to score 48-37, 11-point ball game with four and a half minutes to play. Moy working off the right sideline. Splits the defenders, goes up for the layup. Has it blocked and recovered by McClellan. McClellan up the left sideline now. A little out of control, has it tipped away. And say last touch by Cameron Wright. Going for the steal. So the Hornets will now inbound on the sideline opposite of, his, opposite of us here at the broadcast booth. Pierce up top of the key. Finds Huffsteller, one dribble, fakes it, goes up now, and he'll be fouled by Robinson. It's going to be his fourth. Yeah, Robinson's fourth foul tonight. Which is interesting. Uh, I, I like observing what just happened. He's still mouthing to the ref right under the basket. If if Katie McClellan got the tech earlier tonight yeah. for, for just a little bit of mouthing that we couldn't see his head was turned to us, why is why is one acceptable and one's and it's one of those things that if you it's I like I like this precedent, I like the standard you set, you set it early, yeah. you enforce it late. Um, I'm all about consistent. I don't want right. the, rest, the rest don't have to be perfect, they just have to be consistent. Exactly. That's, that's an inconsistency. Huff Settler makes both free throws there. The score, 48-39, to Huff Settler's third point. So True Love now with it. Oh, going all the way to the basket with a nice finger roll. True Love's been really good, you know, controlling the offense and really getting his own. And the Hornets turn it right back over, but still it back does Jacob Pierce. Pierce in the paint, goes up, and, and one! Seven points now, Jacob Pierce. Robinson's fifth. He'll check out the Hornets with a chance here. Says the score is 50 to 39. Jared, is that what you have? 41-50. Now it's okay. I thought so. I thought something wasn't right on that last one. Kate Courtney going to check in now for Jacob Hubstadt. That was a big basket because first of all, got Robinson out of the game, got us within single digits. And we've seen us close this gap before. Yeah, exactly. We saw it, we saw it earlier against, against this the Shepard, yeah. same Shepard team. So, but Pierce misses the free throw off the front rim. Hess now trying to break the press by dribbling. Does so by finding Wright. Wright picks up, picks it up, pivots around. Got close to a five-second call, but got rid of it just in time. And then Cade McClellan called with a hand check against True Love. Going to go to the free throw line. For a one-on-one. One-on-one opportunity here. 3.37. And it's been a very choppy last couple of minutes, really. It's been stop, go, stop, go, yeah, stop, Yeah, a go. lot of turnovers, not really uh, great execution. But the Hornets are able to keep this, they're able to keep this within single digits. And really, you know, they, they, have the, they have the aggression now. Robinson's out. So now try to attack the basket. Maybe, you know, those shots that we've been throwing off a little too hard at the beginning and throughout the game. Now that Robinson's out, maybe we come up with a little more confidence. So True Love's first free throw is made. Ten-point ball game, 51-41. Next free throw. That one's up off the back iron and missed. Rebound pulled in by Moye. And who else? I mean, he's yeah, done everything Moye, for him tonight. He's got to have a double-double. Just 
And true love foul by Johnson. Yeah, on the sideline. So they'll send him to the line again. Yes, sir. This fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. According to the one-on-one, missed by True Love, rebounded by Pierce. And the Hornets come back. Pierce in the corner. Johnson pump faking. Step back now. Trapped. Able to find Pierce. To, uh, Pierce to McClellan. Back to Pierce. The three. It's missed. Offensive board, though, by Kate Courtney. One dribble by him. In the paint. What is going on? What are we calling here? Foul caught against True Love with a push, but opponents would say, hey, let us get the basket. That was a weak foul. Let Kay Courtney get a one to go and get with the basket. Interesting. So now Courtney going to the line for two. It'll be his third and fourth attempts. The first free throw is made. His second point of the game. I the Hornets jump into a press after this free throw. Yeah, we've seen a little bit of half-court press. I'm interested to see if we go full court just to speed up the tempo of Shepard. Courtney, the second free throw is made as well. 51-43 is your score. Eight-point game. Moye with it. A soft press thrown by the Hornets. 2-2-1. Right, we're going against Pierce. Going to the right now. I'll step back and bring it in the corner. His bounce pass stolen by McClellan. McClellan getting an arm lock here between him and True Love. A jump ball called. The rest are just slow to get to that. I tell you what, they've got to get there quicker because something's going to, you know, with, yeah. with, with high school guys, they got all the emotion. There's a jump ball going to be called. Possession arrow is in favor of Hudson, so we'll have possession. But the refs, they've got to get there quicker, break that up, defuse the situation, yeah. just because emotions are running high. We saw it spill over in the girls' game. Pierce to McClellan, now right corner to Johnson. Johnson looking inside to Roach. Roach can have a field day here with air. He goes up strong, a lot of contact, no foul called though. And the rebound for True Love. So Roach got to do a better job on that block. He got too far under the basket and kind of had to shoot back into the defender. So now it's right, working over to his left to True Love. Back to Hess. Hess inside the right, then right's foul from the back. Got, got pushed to the ground by Cade Courtney, who's third. And it'll send Cameron Wright to the line. 51-43 is your score. 223 to play in this fourth quarter. As a Shepherd win here would put them at the top of the district. First free throw, it's missed off the front. Because it's us and Hudson, us and Shepherd tied at the top of the district, each at three and one. Shepard's loss coming to us. Our loss coming to Jasper on the road. First free throw missed by Wright. Second free throw. That one's made. So 52-43, nine-point game. And here come the Hornets trying to close this gap in a hurry. Pierce to Johnson. The three is off the front rim and missed. Rebound by McClellan. He's open. He'll take the left corner. Three off the back iron. Rebound by Trulove. Out to Moye. On the break by himself. Trevor Moye, the layup by the rim. It's good. 26 points now for Trevor Moye. The football pass from McClellan to Courtney. Intercepted by Trulove. Less than two minutes to go. Trulove finding Moye. Attacking baseline. Floating layup. Got it. 28. And Trevor Moye just doing fantastic work on the offensive end. So Pierce will lob it up to Johnson, to Courtney. Right elbow jumper. Timeout taken by Coach Peterson. This will be a Pat Penn pause. 
Brought to you by Pat Penn again. Maybe real estate will take a quick break here on the Nest. 56-43 to score. 141 to go here on the Nest. From rustic to elegant, Shelton's Place offers a spacious environment that can serve as the perfect setting for any wedding, party, or special event. With our huge facility, you'll have more than enough room to accommodate all of your guests. We offer table and chair rentals, state-of-the-art sound systems, and DJ services to help accommodate and entertain your event attendees. We can also provide assistance with your event's planning, decorating, and catering. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. This is Gunnar Childs, and you're listening to Hornet Basketball on the Nest. And welcome back. We're here on the Nest, 56-43 with 141 to play in this fourth quarter. Pierce doing the inbounding for the Hornets. Pierce quick hitter in, into Rhodes off the inbounds, and then Rhodes fouled by Cameron Wright. Be Wright's fifth foul as well, so he'll be checking out. If there was going to be a comeback, now's the time. Yeah. Cameron Wright checking out. The only player on the court, or two players really, that had an impact for Shepard, True Love and Moye. Moye in the game only with one foul so far. But Rhodes has to make these two free throws and, and get this game to 11. First free throw is made. This is really, you want to get to the free throw line, you want to stop that clock and take some points off of this deficit. Second free throw for Rhodes. It's up and it's good. So 11-point game, 56-45. Shepard trying to inbound at the inbounds pass stolen by Cade Courtney. Floating through the paint, drawing contact. Cade Courtney with a nice steal, and he'll be going to the line for two free throws. So as we said, if we're going to make a comeback, now's the time because within the last six seconds, we'll have a chance to take four points exactly. off from Shepard. Exactly, and that's that's big. And, you know, five seconds run off the clock, and you're able to get four points or a full-point opportunity at it is huge. So 56-45, a minute and a half to play here in the fourth quarter. First free throw from Kate is made. Alvarado will check in for, for Shepard. So 10-point game, second free throw. That one's missed off the back, rebound by Hess. Hess to True Love, and then True Love fouled by Kate Johnson. So we're going to make Shepard earn this one from the line. Cade's fourth foul tonight. And True Love going to the line for two. Double bonus for them. So hopefully they miss some free throws here. Shepard shooting 63% on the night. 17 out of 27 overall. First free throw from True Love. Wow. There you go. That's what you need. That's uh, misses the first. I'm telling you, it, it, the recipe's... Uh, it's cooking right now. We're putting all the right ingredients together. Just need to make it. Hopefully he misses this one. If not, still the same amount of possession game. True love. Second free throw is made. Shepard now back out of the press, and the Hornets got to hurry it up. Okay, you need a quick basket. Ah, uh, but the pe pass from Pierce to Johnson intercepted by Hess, and then Johnson called for the foul. That'll be his fifth foul. So he'll need to check out, and that'll send back to the line the Shepherd Pirates here in the fourth quarter. It's an 11-point ballgame, 57-46. And that that makes it tough on the Hornets. Cathcart will check in for Johnson. Cade will check out of tonight's game with, with 10 points. 
First free throw from Hess is missed off the front. Still 11-point game. This fourth quarter is brought to you by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Make sure to visit them online at realgraphics.com. Second free throw is missed as well. Rebound by Merrill. Merrill. You're sitting here, you know, still same amount of seconds running off. You have a good opportunity here to get back in, the, get in this game. Merrill to Pearson. Now Merrill making the nice back dugger pass to Kate Courtney by the basket. Nine-point game. True Love dribbling out of a trap, avoiding being fouled. Oh, that's a travel. That's a travel. Ooh, that's a travel. That should be a travel foul. before the foul. Oh, that's tough. True Love just tripped over himself and got away with it, and they're going to blame it on a foul. That's tough. That's tough. You kind of need those breaks here. You, you know? really, you really kind of need every break you can get. True Love going to the line now for two free throws, but should have been caught for that. Not that that's going to be the difference in the game by any means, yeah. but, but at this point you do need the you break. You need a break like that to really help you in the comeback. The first free throw is made, 10-point game. Second one's made as well, left back to 11. And the Horns will have to hurry it up. Yeah, you need quick shots here. Pierce dribbling right, making a lot of pass to Cathcart. Now top elbow to Rhodes. Rhodes to Pierce. Pierce to Merrill, back to Pierce. Over to right to Cathcart. Blaze with the, fake, the ball fake up, oh, then pulls man. back and misses it. Rebound pulled in by Shepard, and he's fouled by Cade Courtney. That'll be his fourth. So less than 50 seconds to go, and probably going to call off the dogs here pretty soon. Yeah, especially if you make these two free throws, I imagine they'd be a little less aggressive with that foul, especially with having seven players with you know, foul trouble. The free throw, it's good from True Love. Awesome. True Love, the son of the girls' um, basketball coach. Here at Shepard. He plays like a coach. Yeah, coach I was say he plays like a coach's son. So. Both free throws made 61 48. Pierce gets it now at half court. Works to the right to Cathcart. Cathcart back to Pierce up top. Loses it. Gets it back. Now in the paint. Pierce layup. It's good. Left hand layup is good. Timeout called by Coach Pierce. will be another Pat Penn pause brought to you by Pat Penn at Gann Medford. Again, meant for real estate. We'll be back with the fourth quarter in a moment. 61 to 50 is your score. Swish. 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 Matt, what are you doing? Chip, I'm making it rain. I haven't missed a shot. You don't have a basketball or a goal. I know, but I haven't missed yet. You never miss a shot when you have an ice cold Coca-Cola in hand. Ah, that's what I'm missing. Hudson Sports is proudly supported by Lufkin Coca-Cola on the nest. Ooh, three-pointer. I'm on fire. A healthy heart is key to a healthy life. And so when you experience heart trouble, you need the most advanced care. That's what you'll find here at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial with a team that's performed more cardiac procedures than any other in the region, plus the highest accredited chest pain center between Tyler and Houston and our 106,000-square-foot dedicated heart and stroke center, the first in the area. You'll find more experience, more expertise, and better outcomes at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Welcome back. We're here in the fourth quarter. The score is 61-50 after that Pat Penn pause. Brought to you by Pat Penn again, Metro Real Estate. The Hornets trail by 11. We'll come out full court pressure here. Hoping to make anything happen that we possibly can. They get the ball into Moye. Moye, crossover dribble, avoiding the contact. And then he's fouled by Cade Courtney, who will have to check out. So Moye going to the line with a chance to hit 30 tonight. 
Is that right, Statman? Yeah. It is right. Okay, just making sure. Okay, Courtney, he'll check out. Not a bad district debut for Kate. I'm yeah. excited. I like it's seeing very strong. I mean, defensively, that's usually you kind of struggling. You know, we know the guy can score. He's, you know, scored in JV and throughout throughout that. So, you know he can put points on the board. But was he going to be able to you know, hold up to the physicality at first coming in? And I think he's done a great job on that end. Samoye makes the first, makes the second. Now he has 30. It's a 13-point game. Just about to seal the... Uh, the fate for the Hornets. Pierce attacking, floating, trying to make the pass. Gets it over to Rhodes. 11-point game. Football pass from True Love intended for Moye. Goes out of bounds. What? Who tipped it? Oh, no, they're going to say that, that Shepard tipped it. I was like, I thought so. I didn't think the Hornets even got anywhere near that. McClellan to his right to Cathcart. Cathcart faking. Now he'll pull oh, the three, and he's fouled on the three. With 17 seconds to go, and not a smart foul there by Moye. Yeah, just let him take the shot. He's been truth. he's been a genius on the offensive yeah. end, but defensively, just then that was not the smartest move you could have. Yeah, you really made. just want to take up the shot, kind of play Olay defense at this point, <laughs> trying to get the clock out. Why is the official stopping the play? But that doesn't matter on the first shot, anyways. They just interrupted the flow there for Cathcart at the free throw line. Fortunately, the first ones are made. Three points now for plates. Ten-point ball game. Seventeen seconds to go. Second free throw. That one's missed. Hornets tonight from the free throw line are 19 of 34, shooting just above 50 percent. Third free throw from Blaze. That one's missed off to the left. Rebound by Shepard. Clock down to 15. Pass from Moy up the court. I don't know why the. He must be a quarterback because he threw that one far again. <laughs> Back-to-back throws like that. 12 seconds. Ten-point game. Pierce will pick it up near half court. Loses control of it. Ball loose on the ground. And then Pierce fouls number 14, True Love. It pierces force, and so this fourth quarter just can't come to a close. Yeah. Let's go and give you some advanced stats uh, of the night. Brought to you by the Advanced Financial Group here in Lufkin, leading the Hornets in scoring tonight. Was uh, to Raven Rhodes with 18 points, followed by Kate Johnson with 10. First free throw from True Love is made. Nine points for Jacob Pierce, three for Huff Settler, two for Merrill, two for Childs, six for, for Kate Courtney in his district debut, debut, and then three for Blaze Cathcart. True Love makes both of them there. 65-53 to score. And those are your advanced stats of the game. Brought to you by the Advanced Financial Group of Lufkin. Pierce going coast-to-coast. Coast. Layup is made. And that's how we'll finish off this one here tonight. On the road at Shepherd High School. 65-55 is your final. Hornets drop this one and fall to the number two seed in district play. We thank you for joining in here tonight. We hope you'll join us for senior night on Friday. Or join, not us, but me, since my, my, my help is going to be bailing on me. The Friday night, senior night, uh, our Hornets take on Jasper at home for the final home game of the season. It got here quick, and I can't believe it's already here. But that's your final tonight. I want to thank all of our sponsors for helping us bring Hudson, Sport, Hudson basketball on the nest to you from wherever.